Carol Rose is the owner of the Oklahoma City Punisher. Jenna Hesser will rock you on the court, literally. These ladies are putting the boom into pickleball in OKC. And they are on the court with me. It's the Pickle with Mickle interview series. Zero, zero, start. Good afternoon, Carol and Jenna. How are you? Awesome. How about you? I am doing excellent right now because I can hear you fine. We're not having any of those weird issues that we had when we tried to get together before, so I'm super excited. Yes, uh, we're excited to be here. How are things in Oklahoma? Fire away, Mickle. I will. We're getting into it. I, you guys are cool. all the one. You, you got all the firing to do. I mean, pickleball's booming in Oklahoma. We got a Sooner making some waves out here in Mesa at the PPA Cup, even though they lost in the final. Hey, but that's okay. Have you guys caught any of the action out here from Mesa at all? On the TV? Yeah, I've been uh, watching some on YouTube and watching, yeah, watching uh, in between uh, my training. I'm like, well, if I'm not playing pickleball, let's watch the pickleball. So. Yeah, so Jenna, we're going to yeah, need to get a little bit. Exciting Go ahead, Carol. Oh, no, no, I was just going to say uh, it's beautiful weather here. I was watching some of the. PPA and some, you know, those upsets are always exciting to me. Um, not that I don't love the top favorites, but, you know, when you get that that high up and you haven't lost much, you get a target on your back. And so sometimes it's fun to root for the underdogs that are trying to make a name for themselves and just get ahead in the sport. So those are, uh, that's just me. I'm always a bit of an underdog fan, so... Well, I think it's great, especially when you see some of the young players making a little run in these tournaments. And just like you said, shake it up. We know all these main names. There are a lot of names we don't know, and there are going to be more that we're going to get to know. One of them sitting right over there next to you, Jenna Hessert right there. Now, you were talking about training for pickleball. Let's give a little bit of your own personal background for everybody before we dump in to this awesome stuff. I mean, we're going to jump in. We're going to get right into the kitchen. We're going to dink back and forth between NPL, OPPL. It's going to be just like that. We might have a few speed ups so you might have to be ready for that too. But Jenna, please, <laughs> love to hear a little more of your background. We're both military brats. Carol, sworn in by proxy to Navy service. And so we've got you outgunned here. Go Navy. But it's your story to tell a little yeah. bit. Please do. <laughs> But she's military, she's military too though. That's right, she's Air Force. Both my parents are Air Force, so yes, I like to say I served for 18 years. Um, but, uh, but no, I, um, background is, uh, tennis and track. So I grew up playing tennis and then ran track for Yale all four years and, uh, and then kept up my, my tennis after that and was one of the many people that switched to, uh, pickleball during the COVID era. And then um, played about a year of amateur and then went pro in 22. So um, two years playing pro as of now. Two years playing pro. Had some. One to look out for. Had some instant success. If I remember, we talked a little bit on APP, meddled a little bit. And talk about some of your own personal tournament schedule for the year. When are we going to get a chance to see you out there on the court doing your thing? Yeah, so I, uh, I played um, both PPA and APP and. I was fortunate enough, I had some good runs last year. I made two finals of uh, APP and singles and got the first gold in the indoor championship in December last year. 
And then uh, I have two tournaments upcoming in March. I'm going to do the APP Sacramento and then the APP Miami and then uh, the U.S. Open in April, um, which will be where the draft is for the MPL. That is so cool. Very That's exciting. a lot of travel right there. But you, I think I, I kind of figured out how you pick your spots here, Jenna. Sacramento, Miami, not bad places <laughs> to get some pickle in, right? You got to make sure you're following the sunshine. Absolutely. Absolutely. I use my, uh, I work a full-time job, so I'm a geologist and, uh, I use my, my vacation hours, uh, to, to play these tournaments. So if I'm going to play pickleball, let's, uh, let's do it in some pretty places, right? That's right. Well, I mean, Oklahoma, like we said, booming with pickleball. You have started the Oklahoma Premier Pickleball League. Let's talk a little bit about that, too, and how that is also, you guys are doing some things in conjunction, Carol, is that right, with the NPL. Jenna gave me a little toiler. You know what the toiler is. That's part teaser, part spoiler. That's how we do it around here. But we'll talk about some of the great things maybe you guys are going to do together there in the community and then I know there's a lot of NPL going on too, so we'll dink one over there for Carol also. But how did the whole OPPL, Jenna, get started? How, was this your brainchild? Yes, yeah, so we actually have six pro players, myself included, um, that have played APP, PPA, and then some more that are looking to play their first, uh, their first pro this year. And so we, our group, our training group got us talking, and we love what the Orchard's done and the Arizona Pickleball League, and I think they've really help set the stage and you know, put Arizona on the map for pickleball. And we were like, man, we have, we have enough good players here. We can do this, right? We can, we can put something like this together. And there's a brewery here in Oklahoma that has a pickleball court, kind of a show court. And man, I mean, I'm like, okay, you can get pickleball, you can get some beer and you can get some really good talent. And what more could you want? So yeah, we all got together and um, you know designed this league. Started with our mission statement to grow up, uh, pickleball in Oklahoma, help you know our pros, aspiring pros, and uh, you know really develop the pickleball scene here. And it, it's just taken off. It's been an awesome journey. And through this, uh, I got connected with Carol, and she's been a great mentor and a great resource. And uh, we're excited to you know do a lot of collaborations between the OKC Punishers NPL and then the OPPL here in OKC. In the format of your OPPL, it's a team league, team-driven. How many teams do we have currently? We have four teams, and we have three guys and one girl, right, as of now. So we play two mixed matches, two men's doubles matches, and then we go to a singles tiebreaker, but we coined it Oklahoma Showdown, so we had to put our own spin on it. Ooh. And, uh, and, yeah, hopefully, you know, we want to talk you know, throw – yeah, I know, it's, it's a little exciting. Uh, <laughs> but uh, hopefully we want to, you know, grow the scene, um, get more women in the sport. Obviously, I'm biased on that. Uh, yes. And, yeah, and then eventually go to two guys, two girls, and then maybe up to six teams is the, is the goal. Up to six teams. That would be pretty good, especially well, if maybe – Let me just you, say – You can say. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say I've been going to the events because I'm I, – I don't know. I, I was – I was told I might be an unofficial mascot, but I don't know if I'm ready for the pressure of all that. But um, I, I love these young people. Well, you know, I'd have to go dressed as I'd have to go dressed as a buffalo. That's what so I'm talking I don't about. Know about all that. But, well, it, it, it was just a natural collaboration. If you if you just think about it, you know, we want to grow the sport in Oklahoma. Um, Cross-promoting is just a thing in general nowadays anyway, um, bringing attention to the OPPL, 
brings it can bring attention to oh wow there's another league there's a a champions pro league you know which is the 50 plus and so um it's just very exciting i have really enjoyed going to the matches they're very good they're very exciting they're very fun um and so you know this this has just been a really fun thing i i hope it's been fun for jenna too but um so I was going to give you a, a toiler that we are going to be going to Dallas together in a couple of weeks. Awesome. Because the NPL is having a combine there. And so Jenna is going to help me scout players for the draft in April. Ooh. So, um, we are I like it. Get a little. Who all comes out for them. Get a little extra eyes on the combine. And I haven't decided if I want her to. You do. You want her eye Well, and I'm like, do I have her be there incognito? I do, oh. but do I want her wearing OKC kind of, stuff? Kind of Patriot style you know, up in the rafters? She goes, well, no, I mean, be our first can she spy go gate incognito? In so she, I can't believe it. Exactly. Exactly. And we're talking so about like it. Talking we're to not the afraid players. about it. I won't. No, we're just put it on out there. But, you know, does she go covert and, like, see if people are really nice or they're just pretending to be nice because they want to be on the Punishers or the Drivers or the, you know, one of the other teams? Um, But it's kind of um, probably I think the best thing is just to have her decked out in OKC gear and just have her boldly, you know, going and looking at all these players, talking with them. And just um, also having an opportunity to talk a little bit about the the OPPL, and um, because we we definitely want to um, bring as much um, positive attention to it as we can, so that we can help it grow. So that's kind of the goal. I think it's awesome, and especially you know with with two ladies spearheading some pickle effort and getting more ladies involved in the sport because a lot of people (laughs) I talk to want to see that as well. There's a lot of females who are playing pickleball. There are a lot of ladies who are pretty good at pickleball. We see that out here in the desert. And when you go around to some of the outer courts, you see that too. And sometimes personally, I entered a tournament and it was MLP style. We needed two ladies. I had my guy friend Luckily, I was able to get just a random list of ladies that I started to call. But hey, guess what? They responded, hey, we'd love to play. We met, we played, we had fun. And I think that can happen too. And we get more people playing pickleball. Plus again, pickleball is that connector. We're meeting people again. We're saying hi. We're meeting people out at the court and we're having fun. And that can lead to a nice pickle gate afterwards. I mean, heck, you guys are playing at a brewery. People are pickle gating during the whole thing. Talk about the setup because Jenna, it, it, w- it was just thrilling to me to hear the way you described how people can sit all around and even like kind of close to the court that this, it's very centric to a, an open air kind of a mall area or something like that. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's kind of like a collective. Um, so there's actually a coffee shop. Uh, uh, Vietnamese restaurants and then the brewery all in the center. Um, and then you can like bring board games, you can bring your dog. Um, and then there's a separate room that's all glass on the one side. So even if you're hanging out in this area, you can see into the court. And then all along the one side, there's, uh, there's seating. So like going in and actually sit like right up against the court there. Um, you can bring your beer in there. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's, it's a fun time. It's a really fun kind of Monday night uh, event to do in Oklahoma City. It sounds fun, and now you're almost... The only thing I'm thinking... 
Oh no, I was just gonna say it's getting so popular. I can I can <laughs> see that we're gonna maybe outgrow. You know, as, as awesome as Prairie Artisan Ales has been, um, it it may be that we. I say we. It's, see it's how I'm saying we. It's a good thought right. to have. Though, yeah, sure. that it's gonna be um, maybe uh, outgrowing um, that space before too too long. But I will say that it's been a very fun venue, and you know, hats off to Prairie Ales for making it. Um, and just being so supportive and just helping to make it so such a fun atmosphere. Yeah, shout out. And plus, you're streaming it already. You're coming down to the first season finals very soon. Is that correct? And you're already a second season planned? That's correct. We have our semis will be March 4th, and then the finals will be March 11th. And then we're planning a combine and, a, and then having a draft um, over the summer. And then the second season will start sometime in August. So I'm really excited also to go to this. Uh, to the, go to the combine, kind of learn how it's run, so that way we, yes. can, we can do kind of something similar here in for our, our league. Very cool. If you take off like the NPL did, then we're going to need to build a couple new places to pickle right down there in Oklahoma City because, I mean, we're going to be bumping into each other. I mean, Carol, combine in Dallas, just the first for NPL <laughs> this year. We've expanded to 12 teams, though I didn't see one here in Arizona. We could kind of talk about that. I mean, what happened to the bid from Arizona? They just get run out? I mean, what happened? You know, it's become a popular thing to own an NPL team. Uh, we did get an expansion of six more teams to make it 12. But there are people waiting for next season that are already on the list to want, you wow. know, another expansion team for 2025. So and how pretty just, exciting. And we love yeah. to see growth. Talk about that excitement. I mean, just from where you were and when we talked before and how you became an owner and now we've expanded and you already know that there's people waiting to still get into this. And I think it's because how it began <laughs> and foundationally you're doing, you're doing things right. Well, uh, for sure. Um, you know, there's always a little bit of growth after the first season where you go back and look at things and say some things works better than others, but it was like 95% of the things that we did that we're keeping because there wasn't much that we needed to correct. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a few minor things, but when you have a Beth Bellamy and a Rick Witskin and um, the other founder, uh, Michael Chen, they're such amazing people, and they bring such credibility to um, whatever they're going to put their hands on. Um, they're great people. They're also very smart people. They love the sport. They want to do everything with integrity and just with, you know, a great sense of unity. And um, so the OKC Punishers were very into our culture, and so is the NPL. It's like a big family, and so it's very important for all of us to um, support one another and just like in any family, if you have any little disagreements, which may happen, you still love each other at the end of it and you compromise and you figure it out because we all want everyone else to be successful. It's not like I'm more successful if someone else fails. No, we all want to be successful. And that's another reason why I reached out to Jenna is because I really want the OPPL to be successful too because that just helps the sport. That helps pickleball grow. And we want we want pickleball to be the, on the forefront of everyone's minds. If you haven't tried it yet, we want you to try it. If you're already doing it, we want you to get better. 
It's That's right. If you're getting better, we want you to think about becoming a pro. You know, so it's a progression. And so that's just, you know, how we are going to see pickleball kind of just skyrocket to where it ought to be. And it already has and already is. But, you know, the sky's the limit. So how how high is the sky? Well, we're going to keep trying to figure that out. That's right. And it's only poised to continue to grow and get better. And I think, you know, the two of you also there in Oklahoma, how might we be helping? Because Jenna, with the OPPL, we've got younger players, just to say, you know, when in the NPL, it's more distinguished players. Let's just, we put it that way, right? And so how can we help back down to the youth? I know, I mean, will we do some clinics in local towns, anything, any aspirations to do some things like that for, for youth or just even putting on public clinics for those people who haven't gotten the pickle fever yet? Yeah, so that's our plan. You know, Carol and I have been talking. We want to do um, some pro-ams, do some clinics, do some camps. Um, that's what's really great about pickleball is you can involve everyone from, you know, five, six years old, you know, to 70, 80 plus. And, you know, regardless of ability level, where you're at in the sport or just sports in general. Um, so it really is unique about that. And, again, that, you know, not only does it help, you know, grow pickleball, but also help, helps grow our fan base, right? Um, so, you know, these people get to know us, and that's what's really unique, I think, too, about this setup um, where you have the NPL. But, you know, the OKC Punishers are associated with Oklahoma. The yes. OPPL is associated with Oklahoma. So now you get to know these players. You're going to see them out. Um, I know they did, you know, a team bonding event here last season. Um, and so I really think that can help, you know, kind of grow the sport. Also in Oklahoma where you're like, hey, I did a clinic with that person. You know, you start to get celebrity status. Um, but I think that, you know, there's a lot, uh, a lot that we can do here, uh, to help, you know, encourage the youth all the way up, you know, regardless of age. For right. sure. I, I, in my other life, I was an elementary school teacher. And so I very much care that this sport, you know, I'd love to see it be a, an official college sport. I'd love to see it in high schools, middle schools, you know, and I, then you can start thinking about scholarships and things like that. It's definitely coming. There's no we've, question about it. We've seen some of that. We've seen some of that on the on the collegiate side. Yeah. I think it was Drury College, Drury University offered pickleball scholarships. We're seeing a lot of these major universities with the pickleball clubs. And as I talk to some of the, a lot of pickleball pros are still in college. And, and talk about the clubs. And that's one of my focuses this year because they're able to do this kind of outside of the window of, let's say the NCAA, because some of these pros are sponsored and they can get these mm-hmm. clubs and use some of the sponsorships to form these tournaments. Like we're seeing, they had a huge collegiate tournament in Indianapolis and in Atlanta. And back to your point in high school, what was funny is I was down at the Acadillo pickleball group where I like to play. And there was a couple of obviously high school aged kids and they were whacking around the pickleball and two young ladies came over and said they wanted to play us. And we said, okay, yeah, great. We love to play pickleball. And they were senior tennis players and they had just started picking up pickleball. But let me tell you, they had some ground strokes. And my only question was, Hey, I mean, is there a club? Is there a pickleball club at high school yet? And their answer was not yet. And my thing was, hey, that's your senior legacy. You could start it, right? I mean, why not? Because I think we're going to see it everywhere. It's the only sport truly that you can go out and I can play with my dad on one side, my grandparents on the other, and we're all going to have fun. And you could have three generations of people out there pickling together. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
So yeah, to your question, that's definitely one of the goals. Um, I think it's inevitable, you know, that it's going to happen and I wouldn't mind, um, helping to facilitate that to, to work its way into, um, the public schools here. I'm, I'm actually, I've actually got that on my radar anyway. So, and I definitely need Jenna to come and help me with that. So that's right. Well, she's helping you find talent. She's going to help you get this into the school systems. She's your go-to. You guys are a dynamic duo in Oklahoma well, the City. Thing, the next thing I need, well, for sure. And then I don't know if you knew Jenna's big into CrossFit. So I need I need her to help me start pumping some real iron here pretty soon. Look how we set that up without so even any planning. It's right here on my sheet to go back to Jenna's background in the CrossFit. We talked about it a little bit before. And we talked a little, Jenna, about how, you know, when CrossFit and everybody had to CrossFit and it was CrossFit, CrossFit, CrossFit and CrossFit gym here and CrossFit gym there. And we're seeing some of that in the pickle. But I don't think, at least it doesn't seem to be that we might have a drop off in pickleball, but certainly staying fit, CrossFit, flexibility, all important in pickleball. Let's talk about fitness and how even for more distinguished gentlemen and ladies such as Carol and myself, it's important for us to stay fit, hydrated, and really just even some basic stretching before you get out there on the court. I'll let the youngster handle this one, Carol. Yeah, absolutely. Um, fitness, you know, that's that's the one thing about pickleball. We talked about how, like, any stage of life you can play it. Um, but I do think incorporating a healthy fitness routine outside of what you do on the pickleball court, right? Getting in, um, lifting some weight, some resistance training, uh, you know, eating right. I mean, all that stuff is really important to sustain people's pickleball careers. So I would encourage people, especially, again, we talked about how pickleball is unique. Maybe it's someone that has never played a sport. Or maybe they were that D1 athlete, and it's been 20 years, and they're like, I'm still the same D1 athlete. You know, I played That's football right. in college. I can just, you know, go out and pickleball court, and I don't need to warm up. Um, and so I think that is an important aspect to bring up is like, hey, if you want to play for your, you know, your whole life, and that's what, you know, I'd say tennis and golf are very similar to that, um, where it is a lifetime sport, which is great, but right. it's, it's also what you do off the court that matters a lot. Um, and I'd say, you know, speaking from experience, you, you mentioned it, a lot of the, the pro athletes are in college or even in high school. And um, so, you know, my, I'm out on the singles court trying to compete with these 18 and 20 year olds. And so I have to stay fit if I want to want to run all, all over the court with them. Absolutely. And you still you still play you like singles. You still play singles and because you, you play each discipline when you play at tournaments, right? Yes. Yes. I usually play singles, doubles and mixed. I play all three. I, I love it. I mean, if I'm there, might as well might as well get all the when I can. Right. Yeah, I was out at the Mesa and, um, you know, I saw Gabriel Tardio right after he lost his singles match, right? And he's walking and I had interviewed him before. So I just said, Hey, you know, bum or whatever. And he just kind of like, eh, I don't really like singles. I'm getting ready for the doubles. And yeah, well, he did pretty good in the doubles this week. It's pretty good. And so fitness, of course, you mentioned also, you mentioned also your diet. So let's talk a little bit about food, but not necessarily what you're eating to stay on the pickleball court. Let me hear a little bit about what you like to eat when we're cheating. Give me some good snack foods that we like to eat, Jenna. What's a good snack food for you? Oh, man, I'm a sucker for crumble cookie. That is, like, my go-to. I do check every week if there's, like, I cannot miss this cookie. So I have the app, full disclosure, 
And I always kind of, kind of look like, yeah, I, mm, I can't miss this cookie. I gotta go get that. So that's, uh, that's probably my guilty pleasure. That's a good one. The crumble cookies <laughs> are good. I, I stay into all sweets. I have no discipline when it comes to it. But, you know, I, I feel since I walk my dog a lot, it kind of helps and I try to stay active in other ways. Crumble cookies are great. I just got, you know, mobbed by the tractor beam of the Girl Scout booth two weeks ago when I walked out of the grocery store and that led to an instant five boxes of Girl Scout cookies I had to get. Cause you can't, you can't get one tag along. You got to get two and then I got to get two thin mints. And then because they're going to give me a deal on five, you got to throw mm-hmm. in some Samoas. I'm, what are you going to do? Absolutely. And then you got to put one in the free, one of the thin mints in the freezer. Always. Always. Yes. Always have to put them in the freezer. That's the best. You crunch them up on your ice cream. That's what you have to do. Now, I think, I think for sure something, especially with the expertise of one Carol Rolls, and she's already a veteran at building these leagues and drawing up participation in the community. What I think would is going to be happening. I I feel a little pickleball Roki coming up to really boom pickleball there in Oklahoma. Punishers, OPPL participants, we're singing, we're pickling. Jenna, I know Carol's got some skills. What is your go-to karaoke song? Oh, so I'm I'm pretty much tone deaf. I was, <laughs> I was actually kicked out of the choir in uh, in elementary school. I was told maybe I should just sing this chorus. So I'll I'll probably pick a pick a Disney song. That's uh, that's a good go-to. Um, kind of anyone from that list. But yeah, I'm pretty uh, ideally a group song where I can fade into the background. <laughs> where you can do the chorus. You could just do the oohs and the ahs. <laughs> Exactly. Yep. <laughs> well, and I'm not a good singer at all, but I will get out there and pretend and and just put it all on the floor. I will act like I am, you know, Carrie Underwood out there, and I won't sound like her, but I will put the effort in to try. Carol, can you talk about any of the talent you're eyeing for the upcoming draft? Are we trying to bring back some of our same players? Did we get to keep any of our same players, or is it an open draft? Well, I can't really talk about that last part. Um, am I eyeing people? Absolutely. Would I like to keep some of the same people on my team? Absolutely. When you have a Beth Bellamy and a Jaime on scenes who, I don't know if you know much about Jaime, but you know he still is... Um, coaching the Davis Cup in, for Brazil. I mean, he is amazing, and he's also an amazing person. Um, you know, if I could have kept an entire team, it, we had such a great time and, you know, such a great season, I, I'd love to do that. Uh, definitely not going to be able to keep the, the entire team. Right. Um, so my eyes are wide open, and I'm looking for, you know, fresh talent, veteran talent, um, again, some players that are going to have that kind of culture that is so important to me, even more so than winning. I want to win because everything's a competition, as Jenna told me, and her father shot her growing up. But um, I want to have a good time, and I want the players to have a good time. So we know that attitude can really affect that. And so if there is someone... Um, that I feel's attitude doesn't mesh with the culture for the OKC Punishers, I probably would um, just let them go ahead and go on to, to a, another team. Um, I 
honestly love everybody in all the other players and, and the team. I can tell you that I've had a, a great time getting to know all of the other players as well. And um, there's so much talent that it's there is. Here's what it's going to be, Mechel. It's going to be that some talent isn't even going to make it onto a team, and that's going to break my heart just because it's there's limited spots. Right. So um, there's continued talent. That's going to be the tough part because, yeah, I mean, I would love to have a team with 50 players on it, but we're NFL size rosters, right? I mean, then you're just taking a whole troop to every tournament. You decide who you want ahead of time. I mean, really, I think as these leagues continue to go, I mean, you need a roster, right? You need that team. And the draft becomes, you know, maybe who left because their contract got ended and you're replacing or you extend them. And it kind of starts to work like that kind of a league because then we're going to build that fan base, right? And I know that those these five people are still on the punishers and they might be on the court today. Ooh, or are they going with that other lineup? And I think we could... we. Who knows what happened to the MLP? Oops, did I say it? I did. But again, Team Pickleball, I think, is is just a great thing and can can help build people into Pickleball, especially if Pickleball wants to continue to find its way amongst the other sports. And it's, it's great from a rec perspective, too, with what you're doing, OPPL. Like you mentioned, the AZPL up here at the Orchard is off the hook. I mean, it's great and it's fun to watch. And there's just a lot of talented people who are playing this sport. Hey, Carol, I just talked with Howard Castillo. Now, he started the Emerald Isle Pickleball League, and that's over in Ireland. But they got a squad over there, the 60 Slammers. Maybe I'll do some international scouting for you, and we'll see if they want to come across the pond and pickle up. You know what I'm talking about. Bring it. Bring it. We had an, we had some international, we had, um, someone from Singapore. Um, Sorry about that. Someone from Singapore and also, um, where else? But we, we did, ha- uh, ha- Australia, I think. And so I think we had some international vibes already started and we would more than welcome, you know, players from other countries to come and try out. I think that would be exciting. I do too. And I, I think before long, you're probably going to see it as your league continues to flourish and expand again, more than likely because pickleball is being played everywhere. And we know it's getting younger and you're making it available for again, distinguished folks like us. We got pros like Jenna right in their prime out there just crushing it. Anything on the plan for any sort of a St. Patrick's Day pickle tournament down there in Oklahoma City or we just have things going with OPPL? Anything that you guys know of? Now maybe you want to plan something. Well, we have, so our finals will be March 11th. Uh, so that'll kind of be our big, big wrap up. And then that weekend for St. Patty's is the um, combine in Dallas. Is that when we're going to Dallas? Okay. So that's uh, that'll be our yeah. That's the combine weekend. Um, so there we go. you know we might have some some parties down there, but that'll it'll probably be the combine focus. And then as I said, we got some uh, events, especially once Carol gets her team for this year. Uh, you know we're probably going to have to do a OPPL, you know OKC Punishers showdown, or you know. Get some, get some bragging rights going. Yes. Oh, yeah. The old yes, I like it. against the young, young buck. I like <laughs> it. I mean, you better watch out yeah, because, totally. I mean, the punishers, they might just punish you. They might just run you right off the court. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to have to get some training sessions in before that. Now, now, Jenna, I it's think It's also enough- exciting. It's super fun. 
I think enough time has passed since the end of the Super Bowl, Jenna, since you've had to deal as an Eagles fan with an offseason similar to a lot of those folks in San Francisco. Maybe you can offer them a way to kind of get through it as as a Eagles fan and, you know, offer some condolences for them and maybe just even a, a bright outlook for the folks back in Philly heading into next year. Oh, man. Uh, well, Philly sports, we are used to heartbreak. We are really good at that. Um, I'll just say when you do win that Super Bowl, celebrate hard, uh, climb all the light poles you want in your home city. Um, yeah, have a good time. So, you know, then reminisce on that when your season doesn't go the way you want it to. <laughs> Well, since my team's in the bottom of the NFC East, I had to kind of try to get some little jab in there. But it's all about the pickleball. And, Carol, two com- three combines? The first one's going to be in Dallas. Two combines. Two. Okay. Um, last year we had one. Yeah, so this year the first one will be the first weekend of March, and that will be down in South Florida. And the second one is mid-March, and it will be in Dallas. Okay. And so we encourage people to come and watch because it will be, it's really a wild ride because people are coming from all over the country. They're really super excited. They want to show their stuff. And, um, it's, it's amazing because last year so many people came to the combine and ended up finding friendships and finding future tournament partners and things like that. So, um, you know, it'll be, I'm sure it'll be just like that this year. It'll be super fun and just also very well worth everyone's time, you know. And when does when does the season start for MPL? So the season actually starts mid-May. Okay. Um, and before that, we'll have a draft in April. And then a few days later, that'll be sort of the latter, you know, part of the, well, kind of around the 9th, 10th, 11th, something like that. And then the actual draft party where we announce our players will be um, the weekend just after that. So that in Florida, 14th, 15th, uh, which is down in Florida. Yeah, down in Florida, which is my birthday on the 15th of April. And then um, Jenna's birthday is actually during the combine. So we're going to have to figure out some time to celebrate that as well. Yes, birthday celebrations. Yes. Birthday celebrations are great. And I mean, segue right into that. What's the cake? Do you have a go-to birthday cake? What's your favorite cake? Are you a cake or pie people? I'm a cake person and I love the confetti cake. So the vanilla cake with the different colors in there and then the vanilla icing with the sprinkles and multicolored, very bright. In in case it, you know, totally opposite from my personality. I'm a very, you know, yeah, you're very bright person. Very introverted. You you don't, (laughs) don't get out of your shell too much. (laughs) Just like me, we're both shy wallflowers. Right, it's hard to pull the two uh, of you out of your shell. You're doing great. You're doing great. I mean, two wallflowers. I, my mom made me every year. (laughs) My mom made me every year a angel food cake with whipped cream and strawberries, and so. That's my favorite. But I've like never that. met a cake I didn't like, but that's my favorite. Yeah. I used to be more of a of a pie versus cake. I'd always have a Boston cream pie for my birthday. That was just the that was just the one I liked. My mom makes this old family recipe. It's a black bottom pie. It takes her a lot to make because of the crust and all the stuff that's in there. But every time I go home, 
I have to ask, would you make me a black bottom pie? But my dad likes it too. He just doesn't want to ask for it all the time. So if I do it that way, we all win. <laughs> there you go. And then she makes my brother a Reese's peanut butter pieces cup pie thing that is just to die for. You can have like one bite, even me. And I mean, I usually eat the whole thing. Wow. Yeah. They're rich. They're rich. So what, so your favorite is Boston cream pie. You know, I got to, I got to call you out on that a little bit because this smells super pie-ish. Like I think of Boston cream pie, there's a layer of cake in there. You think, well, they call it a pie. (laughs) It's called pie. It's called pie, but it's more like a cake. And I did stay at the Omni Hotel in Boston where the first Boston cream pie, at least they claim that was the originator of the Boston cream pie. So that was probably the most historical event I did when I was in wow. Boston. I, I didn't do a lot of uh, sightseeing, even though you can walk across the city in like five seconds, but it's pretty cool. It's like going from one side of the kitchen to the other on the pickleball court. Now, so Jenna, when you are playing, do you have a set partner? I always find that interesting too, because you see players outside of the, outside of some. That are, they always play with the same or even from one year to another, they might switch that partnership ship up. What about yourself? Do you have people that you play with consistently? Sometimes you have to find a partner on the fly. How does that work? Yes. Yeah, so for mix, my uh, main partner is Chris Hayworth here in OKC, which is uh, just awesome. So he's my main training partner. Um, and I mean, he's also an incredible singles pickleball player. Uh, he beat Ben Johns at nationals last year. Um, had some solid wins. I mean, he's, yeah, he's great. He's on the rise too. And so it's great to be able to train with him. So he's my main, my main mix partner. And then, yeah. And then for women's, um, most of my partners, which I think is also unique for pickleball, you know, I've ended up playing against them and we feel like our games match up and then we'll, we'll try a couple together. So I have, uh, my main partner right now is Annie Tishinor. She's actually out in California and I met her playing against her in, uh, in mix. Um, at a tournament last year. And so we agreed, you know, for the first half of the year, kind of play together, see how we do. Awesome. And, um, and yeah, I think people, I think that's kind of the sport where you, you know, you just, you try to evolve together, you find someone you want to grow together. Um, and then you never know, like if someone else like, Hey, let's, let's try this pairing. Uh, this might compliment me because you're all, you're all trying to figure out what works. But right. I found for the most part, you know, there's, everyone's kind of doing the same thing. So there's no hard feelings. It is this good community where like, Hey, we're all trying to help each other get better. Um, kind of the theme we said is, you know, someone's else, someone else's success also helps your success. So for sure, just like NPL can help for OPPL sure. and vice versa, right? There's that symbiotic relationship. Now, before I let you guys go, there's a little something happening soon, not right away in the world of entertainment around movies. Now I know with all your pickle and drafts coming up, you don't have a lot of time to watch movies and stuff, but have you ever heard of the Academy Awards? Yes. Carol, do you put on an Oscar party? No. Okay. I wasn't However, sure. I used to be a, I used to watch it a lot. I, I, I don't watch TV, so he, that's know. the thing. But here's the deal. Back in the day, when I did watch TV, I wanted to see what the ladies were wearing. I wanted to see the ball gowns and the, you know, the designers and, and the jewelry and the shoes and the, and all of that. So it was like almost like a mini, uh, a Miss America pageant or something. So I would get a lot of, you know, fun out of just watching what the what the um, actors and actresses were wearing. So that's a big part of it, Jenna. Any, know, maybe Jenna. Any Oscar parties in your future? Is that something that you and your group does? Man, I no. <laughs> I will say uh, my pop culture knowledge is pretty limited. Um, I am not. If you are at bar trivia, 
unless it has to do with like Eagles football um, or maybe some like geology and rocks, I am not the person you want sitting at your table. So uh, <laughs> that is definitely outside. Now, my mom, on the other hand, is amazing at trivia and she knows everything about actors and actresses. And I don't know how, but it all sticks in her head. Um, so she's the person you call, not me. <laughs> give give us some fun fact. Give, give us a fun fact about a rock, or some specific type of a rock, or some geological fun fact for people to know. Let's see. Well, the difference between rocks and minerals. Uh, so if you want to figure out, if you see like a white a white rock. Um, it's kind of like crystalline in shape. Um, it could be quartz, uh, you know, or it could be calcite. And fun fact is, quartz is as hard as your pocket knife. So if you can scratch the rock with your knife and the rock itself won't scratch the knife, um, that means it's softer than it. So that means it's calcite. Uh, and if it's as hard as your knife and it scratches the knife back, then you can identify it as quartz. There we go. I in feel smarter. If you ever are in a conundrum and need to tell the difference between calcite and quartz. I think that's important. I mean, that could be a survival <laughs> skill, right? I feel a little smarter. So I appreciate that. Now, Sure. Back to fun pickleball things. A big thing in pickleball, of course, is the pickleball itself. Are we unified in the ball we use, NPL, OPPL? What ball are we using? NPL is moving over to the chuck, the gamma chuck. Okay. Um, it's supposed to be a very good ball. I have not played with it yet, but um, that's what NPL is doing. So what is OPPL doing? And uh, we got a sponsorship with uh, Diadem, mm-hmm. so they actually provided us uh, free balls for nice. uh, season one, and uh, they've been great. I've, we've been really happy with them. Um, you know, I think a lot of it depends too on like weather, um, humid conditions, super cold if they're going to crack. Um, for us, you know, we're all inside, so that does give us a little bit more flexibility um, for at least the OPPL. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, and I we're all inside too. That's one of the. That's one of the things that the NPL wanted to make sure that we'd never get rained out, we'd never have weather delays, and that's why all of our events are inside, which is really awesome. Well, I People think appreciate not getting rained out. Well, and I think it's it's it, it helps too. You know, you're going to be able to play. We know some of last year, if maybe some of the improvements we see are some of the pickle places where the <laughs> NPL tournaments are going to be, because we know for the championship it was packed. It, people wanted to see see the action. But I know we're moving away from some of those kind of places because NPL's growing. We've got OPPL now in Oklahoma. Pickleball's booming, like I like to say, in Oklahoma. It's Picklahoma City, for crying out loud. Carol Rolls, Oklahoma City Punishers, <laughs> she's the owner. Now, she's recruited Jenna here. Jenna has her pro player. She went to Yale, folks, so she's pretty smart. Don't, don't let her fool you that she doesn't know this entertainment type of trivia. She's setting you up just like she would at the kitchen for a speed up. And she'll put that thing right there on you. And it'll hurt because she's got some power. As I let you head out, this has been great. I really appreciate you both joining me here on the virtual court and that we got it done without too many technical difficulties. If you had to plug something, because I bet they're going out to play pickleball. It's only, what, 5.15 out there or 4.15. So there might be a little grudge match between Carol and Jenna before the night's over. Get out on the court, maybe a little practice, a little dink and roll. If we can make that happen at Prairie Ales and she has seven or eight beers first, (laughs) I will take her on. No problem. 
But Carol, that's if a it's secret. not under those conditions, I, I'm not, yeah. Well, she's got to have four or five to get ready for the karaoke after at the pickle gate. So I think you're onto something there. That's you just soften her up a little bit and, and then you got it. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm a, pretty much a lightweight. So I might, might, might only take two and then I'll be, I'll be singing. <laughs> well, Jenna, so as, as far as things to plug, I guess I would just, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say just a quick thing about, the NPL. Um, I don't have a team right now because we're in the off season, but um, my larger extended team is the NPL. And uh, oh yeah, I love the hat. Thanks for your support. Um, just um, wanting to just say how wonderful it has been and how much I'm looking forward to a uh, long and bright future with the with the NPL and the OKC Punishers. It's an amazing organization. It's well run. Um, anyone who wants to <clears throat> start anything would not not go wrong by looking at what the NPL has done and trying to emulate um, many of the things that, that we've accomplished there. So um, my hat's off to the NPL and just looking forward to season two. Awesome. I am too. With my short exposure to it, like I've said, you guys are doing things, I believe, the right way. That happens through great people, shared vision, maybe occasional argument here and there. Like you said, it's a family. We go out, we have some pie or cake afterwards. Jenna, looking forward to seeing this continued OPPL and also your continued growth on the court yourself. And if I can help try to facilitate an OPPL, AZPL showdown sometime, right? Let's get some cross-state pickle action going. I bet the folks at the Orchard would be up for it. And I'll start to spread your name around as a contact if you're okay with it. Absolutely. I think that would be great. Um, I think, like, their model has been awesome. I think they're doing great things there. And uh, so I hope, you know, OPPL uh, could get to that kind of entertainment level and, and the, the type of crowd that they're drawing. So, yeah, I would love to... Take on a take on a grudge match and uh, and yeah, get some uh, some state rivalries going. You know, build that storyline. Yeah, build up some competitive spirits. Yeah. It's a team uh, sport. It's a lot of fun. And then you guys see out each other out on the pro circuit too. Well, and as you pointed out, she went to Yale. She's really smart, but she's just naturally smart. If she if she didn't even go to Yale, <laughs> but I will say, expect big things from this young lady right here because she is on top of things. She's She's bubbly, she's bright, and she's one one to look out for and watch and just, you know, I'm I, I'm not sure I'm mentoring her. She's mentoring me, honestly. She's <laughs> amazing. She's amazing. It's, well, it's, you both we're having have, a blast. It's you like both a, have my support. You know that. Carol, I love the NPL, love the Punishers. I appreciate you both so much for coming here on the show with me. Best of luck this year. I'm going to be watching. Anytime we want to get back together, maybe mid-year, championship comes around after the draft, let's do it, especially when you get that team, Carol. I need to see this roster because I know it's going to be stacked. Jenna's helping you yeah. pick. I mean, come on. I know. It's pretty. I've got a secret weapon right here. I love it. Well, thank you again so much. Thank you for so having much. us. It's been super fun. Oh, it's my pleasure all the time. Have a great rest of your weekend, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks, Nicole. Take care. Wonder Twin Pickle Powers Activate How fun was that? 
Thank you, Carol and Jenna. You are both amazing. Folks, if you find yourself in OKC, you better get to Prairie Ales for some premier pickle action. Follow the Punishers and their quest for the NPL title. Stay safe out there and stay hydrated. I'll see all y'all next time for more.